0: City Rev Life Podcast. I'm Pastor Roby and this is Pastor Darren Bennett. I made it back. You made it back man by I'm, popular I'm, demand. I'm popular I'm mad. It was there was just a demand we need more of Pastor Darren Stop. and what I have I mean one thing that you need to know I just found out about this literally 45 seconds ago <laughs> is that Pastor Darren used to be a choir director. Worship leader, directed choir. Let's focus yeah. on the choir director because <laughs> that's choir. juicier. <laughs> Did, I mean, were, were you in a? Were you leading it with a robe? Did you no, have a robe? No, one? no, we didn't. We didn't do the robes. Okay, all right. <laughs> were you doing this motion like you the heard it first right here on City Rev? That's Darren right. Did you have director. a baton? Did no, you lead we, with we, a baton? no. That's a band director. Okay. No, no, no yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> So you've heard We're not it. going there, The news is Pastor Darren Bennett, both choir director and band director. I'm just going to no, that. No no, that. No, 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 no. All right, no I can't do that. No anyway, all right. What are we doing here? Um, back saying on focus here. We were here talking about revival mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago, yep. and since then, both Darren and I, just talking with other pastors here in South Florida, have just seen just God at work. God right. at work in churches. Um had some cool experiences at City Rev, cool experiences at Calvary in Miami in North Miami, mm-hmm. having experiences just around. And we were talking, hey, we need to share these stories. Like yes. we other believers here in South Florida, people who are wondering about revival, people who are asking for revival, praying for that, like let's share these stories. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to come together. And um, just wanted to hear from you, Darren, tell us about what's been happening at, at the church in, in North Miami.
1: Yeah, well, first and foremost, thanks for having me back. Uh, yeah. And yes, I agree. We need to be able to articulate uh, for the broader church in, here, in South yeah. Florida, what that looks like, right? Because everyone has an aspiration for revival on the hills of what's taking place in Asbury. Mm-hmm. And I think we can safely say, revival is not relegated to a place Yeah. Uh, or a particular audience, and so people were going to Asbury, and, and again, bless their hearts for that, um, but we can actually pray and expect revival here, sure. right? Sure. Uh, and one of the things that we talked about was the fact that we have this beautiful mode of modern technology by way of social media and podcasts, which everyone has one nowadays, mm-hmm. um, and, and but sadly, you hear more of the skeptical and cynical stories that discredit revival, and I thought, well, why don't we share like some yeah. of the stories where revival could be brewing in our context? Yeah. Uh, and so on the heels of, of the last time we were here together talking mm-hmm. about revival, I just simply prayed a prayer of expectation. Um, in our context, we have what we call afterglow and that's a calvary traditional type of term um where we have a context where the word of god goes forth sure uh and then there's a separate subsequent context where we allow and operate under the gifts of the spirit sure. uh with a very very biblical framework behind it right um i'm charismatic with a seatbelt, so uh <laughs> that that means i'm not like hyper charismatic but that doesn't mean i'm like sure. the frozen chosen and i don't believe the gift cease they're still here sure. and we see God move every second and fourth Wednesday uh, at Calvary Chapel North Miami so after so wait, let, let me
0: just clarify so there so this is part of the Calvary Chapel Greater Movement this yeah. is a, a common practice right where in the main whatever the service is Wednesday night or Sunday morning the uh, scriptures preached uh, there's a normal service mm-hmm. but then there's space left open for people to continue worshiping
1: subsequently from the traditional Sunday service so we've moved and shaped ours for Wednesday so we have our Wednesday Bible study yeah have our group time and then after that, from about 9 to nine forty-five, sometimes 10, uh, we'll have afterglow. Sure. And we just simply say, come, Holy Spirit, come, and let the Spirit move. And we see prophetic uh, words go forth, words of knowledge, tongues with interpretation. Again, charismatic with a seat belt. We do it within accordance to Scripture. Sure. Um, there's healing that has taken place. So this unique week, which was following our conversation on revival, we prayed. We had afterglow, uh, and I prayed, God— we wanna see you show up in our context in a special way, in a significant significant way. Um, Afterglow that night, through that prayer, went from nine to almost 12 midnight. Wow. Where we're worshiping God, and we're just praying and seeking him, and he just moved, and it didn't even feel that long. You know, a day's like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. Um, God, who is outside of space and time, like he can create a moment where the God who is eternal will make it feel as if like you're in eternity and you don't feel tired, you don't feel uh, drained. We just left at 12. Like, wow, we want more of this.
0: But and that and that was un- an unusual. That was
1: not typical. Again, it's usually an hour, and I, I'm always one to say, hey, the spirit's subject to the prophet, so we can we can shut this thing down. We're not we're not out of control here. Um, and so at 10, we're gonna respect everyone's time. Um, but this it just went, it, it wow. just went. But there was a special prayer prayed even in that context where I said, God. We have the afterglow on Wednesday nights. We wanna see you do an afterflow on a Sunday morning. In other words, the word of God is preached. We have our worship. But there have been moments where we I would admittedly say, because of our programmatic mindset, we have kind of stifled a move of God where you you mentioned it, I sing, so I'll preach the sermon, we'll have an altar call. And then we'll have a moment where, if the spirit stirs in my heart, like I'll sing, I'll sing a song. I'll, I'll lead worship with the team, mm-hmm. and it just kind of goes. And then right around 11:30, it's like, okay, we're done. But it's like, do we have to be done?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, can this turn into an afterflow rather than an afterglow? In other words, can the spirit flow beyond mm-hmm. what our program tells us to to, to flow toward? In mm-hmm. other words, we don't have a second service. There's churches that, that cannot do this logistically because they're trying to translate into a second service, but we don't have that. And so I'm like, look, what are we in a rush for? Right? We have a program that serves us. We don't serve the program. Mm-hmm. In other words, planning center is good. It helps a framework. But are we slaves to planning center? Like, mm-hmm. do we have to stop at 11:30 because 11:30 comes? Mm-hmm. So well, I planning center
0: this- is the is the tool that yeah. uh, that Give church. Me context, yeah, then. planning center is the tool that churches will use one of the tools to kind of map out a, a service. And what you were saying is, hey, you know, we've got this, we've got one service. We've got a structure. We've got a structure, which is fine. I mean, God, and I think sometimes there's this, it's important. Idea, yeah, I think there's sometimes people are like, why have any structure? Let the Holy Spirit move in the oh, moment. No, you got to have structure. Yeah. And and God is God of an order and God. That's biblical. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit can move for three weeks as you're planning and not just in the moment, but right. when he does move, work in the moment you know, you you wanted to be positioned to we, respond. We
1: want to be in a posture for the Spirit to do what the Spirit desires to do in that unique moment. And we prayed for a unique moment, which is what we're calling after flow.
0: And so- So, so Wednesday night, you guys had the service. Right. You had that space of for, for that afterglow space. Yes, yes. And in that space, it sounds like, not only was it just an incredible time of worship, you're sensing the sense of the Holy Spirit working, but you sensed specifically a prayer that yes. the lord would work in the weekend sunday morning service I would say it was a prophetic prayer a prophetic prayer yeah so you were um wanting to see the holy spirit moving in that in an after flow right. in that on that weekend. without manufacturing
1: it without trying to conjure it up or stir yes. it up like we talked about okay. the last time we had our our podcast. sure yeah yeah um and so we get to sunday morning we preach the sermon have an altar call and I just feel this unquenchable desire to do. I just, this is not abnormal. You typically sing, so I started to sing, but it just hit like a wave. Like I, I even said, guys, it, it's 11:30. I stopped singing. I said, guys, it's 11:30. Go get your go get your kids out of children's ministry because they're waiting for you. The volunteers are waiting. Sure. Um, but if and if you want to leave, you can leave. We're just gonna linger a little bit more and and just worship. Well, this thing went. And parents went and got their kids. The sanctuary is filled with parents and kids. Next thing you know, the kids ministry volunteers are in the sanctuary. No one's leaving. And we're just worshiping God. And we didn't probably get out of it until like shortly after one. So this is wow. what an afterflow is in our context now. And so we, we've kind of set a culture for that, an expectation for it. And it's not like every single Sunday is going to happen. Like it didn't happen this Sunday. It was last Sunday. Yeah. But the the context and the culture that we're trying to create is, yes, we have a, a set program, mm-hmm. but what if God wants to reprogram in a unique moment mm-hmm. where he would move beyond what's normal? And we had an abnormal move that just kind of went, and we just felt God's spirit. And again, prophetic utterances, worship, uh, people were literally feeling chains breaking. Uh, we opened up the altar. There's mm-hmm. A woman on her knees just crying out and then the 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 beautiful testimonies that came back as as people were leaving just saying hey you know just this repentant like we prayed for repentance we had a moment of repentance and then repentance led to so I should have said that it was a moment of repentance that actually led into this extra hour hour and a half of a flow of the spirit that again was beautiful. It was not anything that was man-centered at all. Sure. Uh, it was people humbly crying out for God to move. And I just feel like that's that's exactly what revival is. It doesn't have to be three weeks long, four weeks long. It could be moments where sure. God is stirring up the hearts of his people uh through repentance. Uh, to move in such a way that will change lives here in South sure. Florida. So that's our story.
0: Uh, we're sticking to it. <laughs> well, I think it's great. What I, what I, what's so I think healthy in this kind of dialogue is so you know, City Rev comes from a different theological background. Mm-hmm. Although I, I have experienced at Calvary Chapel personally, been very impacted by that movement. Um, so someone may be listening and saying, "Wow, you know, uh, is." You know what Pastor Darren's saying? That's just so different from what I'm used to, what I've experienced, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's that's fine. I think what what you're saying is not now the way the Holy Spirit moves is in an afterglow and an afterflow. The point is we want to be open, yes, and we want to we want the Holy Spirit to be at work in our in our lives, and and I think um, I think that's that's powerful, and I think each each church is just coming before the Holy Spirit and coming before God and say, God, you direct. And so I think it sounds like one of the things that it sounds like the Lord did at Calvary North Miami is just create a greater openness in your context for how the Holy Spirit wants to move, a greater hunger for that. Correct. But Correct. it also sounds like there's transformation in some of the individual's lives, Absolutely. which is really what we're wanting. I mean, revival is not just like amazing worship services right. revival is an awakening and it's a it should bring about transformation yes. in lives yes and in our and then uh by the byproduct in our city so what are how would you classify? obviously you know there's there's uh not to you know share anyone's personal story but mm-hmm. what are just generally some of the things that you think the holy spirit did in individuals lives uh through those experiences yeah, so I,
1: without naming names I'll, I'll be general like there was a lady that she she bowed down on her knees through repentance. She was going through a situation where her and her son are kinda like at odds and he's gone astray. Um, She came outside and said, based on the sermon that was preached and based on that opportunity to repent, God softened her heart and helped her to realize that reconciliation with her and her son is gonna have to start with her. Hmm. She's been waiting for him to humble himself and come back and repent. But she realized she hadn't repented for what she had done. And so she she has repented and she's cried out to God. And now she's waiting with the expectation that he'll now work in her son's heart and he'll come back. But if even if he doesn't, God did something in her heart. She's been yeah. holding on to something uh, that's been hardening her. And there's a shift in her disposition. She felt free leaving that day. And that's just one of, of many stories that, we see coming out of just that one hour, one and a half hour elongated moment that just so happened to take us beyond what our program said. The program says 11.30, we go home. The Holy Spirit said, why don't you wait a little longer? Sure,
0: yeah, I I think that's incredible, man. And I think, I love that there's this greater hunger in various churches from various various worship styles, from various theological traditions, Mm -hmm. but there's one commonality is the pastors and the people are hungry and open to a work of the holy spirit yeah. in our lives yeah. and in our churches and it's being expressed in different ways and expressed in different traditions but the holy spirit's in charge yeah. and, and it started with a
1: simple ask it's like yeah. wednesday night after glow led to a beautiful sunday morning afterflow. flow like, yeah holy spirit we just want more of you yeah We're coming with the heart of humility and repentance. We're asking that it just doesn't land here on Wednesday nights, but that if you want to move on a Sunday morning, we're just going to make room and space for that.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, I think that's really kind of what this comes back to is I think of Luke chapter 11. He says, Ask, seek, and knock. And he says, He's a good father. He says, If you ask, seek, and knock, He'll open the door to you. And he says, He's a good father. He He gives gives good good gifts. gifts. And then he says, Will he withhold the Holy Spirit? Like that context in Luke 11 is. Is, is about the Holy Spirit. It's not just like, Hey, I just really, really want a promotion. That's not the context in Luke right. 11. Right. It's he's not going to ask, seek, and knock, bang on the door for the Holy Spirit. That's it. More of the Holy Spirit in operation, and so I think that's what's so inspiring is we're asking for more of the Holy Spirit in that's our it. lives, yep. more of the Holy Spirit in our churches, more of the Holy Spirit in uh, in our city, mm-hmm. and and let Him operate in those contexts. And I think we're going to watch watch Him move, and and we think we should expect Him yeah, to move. Man. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Well, man, hey, thank you for sharing that story. Of course, and bro. And it's so healthy for us as a City Rev context just to hear from other traditions, other churches, what God is doing, and to be inspired and inspired to pray for that. And so um, I'm excited to just continue sharing stories of how the Holy Spirit's moving because I think you and I share that expectation that God is at work in our... our he's he's, an, he's not asleep. Our God is not asleep. He never sleeps. Yep. We should expect that He's not done with our churches, not done with our lives, and He's not done with our city. Sure. So hey, thanks for joining us on this uh, episode of the City Rev Life podcast. We'll see you next time.
1: Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe and leave a rate and review. And we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. So don't forget to tag us at cityrev.church. If you're interested in more resources, download our City Rev Church app and follow us on social media. Thank you so much and have a great day.